If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The Chicago Bulls get knocked back down to earth after a three-game winning streak, losing to the Houston Rockets by double-digit points. A loss in which the Bulls just did not look good in giving up big first and third quarters to the Houston Rockets. We're going to break it all down and talk about it right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. This was this was a tough loss by the Chicago Bulls, and they already see somebody in the chat talking some. This v- loss was 100% on Vooch. I don't know what game you watch, but no, it was not. This game got lost by the Bulls' lack of defensive rotation, the the constant switching and getting caught up in switches, um, the allowing the well that and the Houston Rockets were just extremely hot, hitting just tough shots that were defended very well. But outside of that. It was not just 100% on any one player. This Bulls team did not play up to defensively to how they've been playing the last couple of games. They got really solid contributions from Goran Dragic and Kobe White off the bench. Even Andre Drummond, I'll give him a solid contribution as well. Eight points, nine rebounds from him. But this was a game our big three did not play together like we've been seeing. They did not pass the ball as well in certain stretches. They did not have the effective shooting performances that they've had either. Zach Levine, 9 of 19. Nikola Vucevic, 4 of 13. DeMar DeRozan, the only one of the big three above 50% shooting. He was 11 for 18 in this game. This was not a solid game at all. When you look at the defensive side of the ball, the Bulls get out-rebounded as well by 10 rebounds. That's a huge discrepancy. And that's what I pointed out in our pregame uh, show that we talked about is that we the Bulls n- could not let the Houston Rockets, which are the fourth best rebounding team in the NBA, out-rebound them. That's just the Bulls did not play as a team. Uh, they didn't defend well. They didn't execute uh, the the anything well. They just did not. And then on top of that, Billy Donovan, again, one of the things I've been pointing out is not just players, but the coaching staff have been doing pretty good. This game, Billy Donovan with the constant switching and that scheme, it just did not work at all. It didn't. Um, and it's it, this 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 effort was not it, right? And like I said before, I didn't even expect the Bulls to just run the table and win all these games back to back to back, right? But I did expect them to play with some heart, right? To play with some level of focus. We didn't see this was a game, for example, that it seemed like we were missing the energy of Alice Caruso, Javante Green, and Derrick Jones Jr. Now, that's not an excuse because this team has shown and proven that they can still play pretty well without it. But they just did not do any of that. That's this like they didn't do any of that. They didn't they didn't execute. They didn't play well. They didn't have the energy. They looked flat out there. You wouldn't have thought that they were a team coming in off two days of rest at that, and they're going to be home for the next week to week and a half. You did not feel that at all from the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls yet again giving a disappointing ass performance at home. It's currently sitting what? I think it's now, uh, don't don't give me the line. There's seven and eight at home on the season. That's not going to cut it for this team that is trying, if they still are trying to get above 500. The coaching was crap. The play was crap. The defense was crap. 
The offensive execution had some flashes, but in the large part was crap. This is not a loss we can just blame on one person. The Bulls, 48% overall from the field, 37% from three-point range, 71% from free throw range. Like I said, they get out-rebounded by 12. They did have 27 assists on 45 main baskets. That's pretty good. Only eight turnovers in the, in the game for the Chicago Bulls. That's pretty good as well. But if you watch this game, regardless of what the box score tells you, this was a game in which not just were players extremely hot on the Houston Rockets side of the ball, the Bulls just did not have the energy. The Houston Rockets looked like the younger team. They looked like the more focused team. They better executed. It just is what it is. This was, it sucks, man. Three-game winning streak all goes downhill to a team with nine wins. Now 10 wins because they defeated you. This is this is what is, and I've said it on the pre-recorded episode today, this is what is so wild about the Chicago Bulls team is that they can lose to anyone. I wouldn't even be surprised if they come back and when we play Milwaukee, they give in a hell of an effort and they beat Milwaukee, right? And then that cleans, cleanses the palate again. But this team needs to learn how to take care of the lesser teams that should be below them. But everything worked out in the Houston Rockets' favor. The Houston Rockets, 55% overall from the field, 38% from three-point range. They out-rebounded us by 12. They got seven uh, steals. They had 28 uh, assists on, on, on 50 made baskets. They had 12 turnovers, five blocks from them in this game. The Chicago Bulls, like, I, I, I get it. And maybe another team means need to, maybe need to do it one every, once every four games. I don't know. Because this was not the same team that we've seen the last couple of games. Now, when you put it in perspective as well, they really won the last couple of games on some last-minute buckets, right? They won it on some last-minute buckets. That's, man, that's tough, bro. And that's especially when you look at how the Bulls and them out and they started the first two minutes of that third quarter going up by seven. And it seemed like, hey, this Bulls team about to go ahead and put this away like we thought and knew that they could. But the Houston Rockets just said, no, nah, not today, right? Not today. And the Bulls just did not execute well enough. That's it. Going to get into the comments. Uh, Kanan Peacock says, Kobe was our only bright spot. Goran Dragic as well. There are some other bright spots. Just Patrick Williams, I think, was a bright spot defensively and offensively. But Kobe White was the best player on the court today. This was a bad loss. Uh, this, that start was so mediocre. They did climb back in. Rockets start shooting like Ambot. I don't know what that is. Even contested threes were going in. Yeah, that's what I said. It's not all just bad defense. But a lot of it was. Alana says, heart broke after a good-ass snap. Well, hey, welcome back to reality. Emmanuel says, the switches on defense hurt us big time. Big time. Keith Don't Miss says, leave it to the Bulls to lose to a nine-win team. Crazy. This is why you can't take this team seriously, even if they were on a nine-game winning streak. Reality sets in, and this roster needs to be retooled. Well, like I said before, the Houston Rockets have beat a lot of – go look at the Houston Rockets' last 12 games. They've beaten a lot of good teams in that stretch and not teams that were just not trying to beat them either. But as we've said before, this Bulls team does need to add something. I don't know how deep the retool is going to go. I think some people got their expectations too high if you think it's going to be a complete retool. But, man, it's 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 this is wild. This just in, the Rockets just hit another open jump shot on the Bulls. Yeah, they just hit three more as well. The Bulls are exactly who I thought they were. They were who we thought they were. That's crazy, man. That's This is this team is wild. Alana says, also, ref sucked ass, even though I know it was mainly us, but still. Oh, yeah, the referee, refs definitely sucked. Def, the officiating definitely sucked in this. 
Pathlord Payne says, Facts Hayes, when we were blowing coverage, goddamn rockets were flamethrowers. It's statistically weird how mediocre shooting teams can shoot with hands in the face against us constantly. It's wild, right? It's it's some type of curse that has been cursed upon this franchise that everybody that they face is just going to go unconscious from three-point range, right? It's, it's literally, we've been cursed. I don't know what Chicagoan that somebody pissed off and voodoo was cast upon this team. I still blame Tristan Thompson. I'm sure one of the people Tristan Thompson then knocked up put a curse on this franchise while he was on this team, and it's just staying here. It had to be. It had to be because this is this is crazy. Luke Moore says, I love what Kobe's bringing to this team this season. H- highly agree with you there, brother. Highly agree with you. Brandon L. just says, I won't be surprised if DeMar and Zach both get fined for criticizing. Bro, somebody, the NBA has to do something. And this is, again, not just against the Bulls. If for, for, for people who watch a lot of NBA games, they'll know that officiating has been strange this whole. See, I will not be surprised at all if 25 years from now, they look back and now and say they uncover that there are some mass conspiracy to shave points by referees this season. Because I watch a lot of NBA games and it's been a lot of wild officiating at times. Hayes, why is every uh, time Bulls come off a two- or three-day break, they forget how to play basketball? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Play all 82 all and back-to-back 82 days. I don't know. I don't know what to say, bro. I have no idea. Nah, fam, ain't no way. Kevin Porter ain't never played like this, fam. Ain't no way. Man, I'm telling you. We, we got some type of mystical curse against us, bro. I'm telling you. D-Dub says, Hayes, I'm speechless. I had some renewed optimism after the previous two games, but that that uh, that's it for the window. We haven't learned to guard the three-point line better. So many wide open threes for uh, Houston. Well, D Dub, keep in mind, right? Let's 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 say this this three-game winning streak in this, right? That's still three and one. Let's say the Bulls beat Milwaukee, right? At that point, they're four and one in their last five. So it's not like it's all out the window, but the Bulls got to wake up, bro. Like this team has to figure out. How to keep up a consistent level of play. I know Alice Caruso were gone. I know uh, Javante Green was gone. I know Derrick Jones Jr. was gone. Then those are all uh, players that are important to your defense, important to the energy of the team. I get that. But this team has shown an ability to have a certain level of defensive standard even without those players being in, and we did not meet those at all. Shout out to the Rook for getting some minutes today outside of garbage time minutes. Shout out to that. I don't know if that's a sign of things to come when it comes to Billy Donovan. If, you know, playing minimal minutes and he's trying to see how Dalen Terry did. Dalen Terry, seven minutes in this one, didn't take any shots, but he did register one rebound. I don't know what that says about about it, especially if Javante and Derrick Jones Jr. or Alice Cruz are going to miss some more extended time. But, man, it leaves a lot to be desired, man. A lot to be desired with the way that this team lacked execution today. Same old, same old Chicago that have us feeling good. Uh, they think like this, but I should not be surprised about it. You shouldn't be. Look, I've been, I said it even on my, I was very optimistic, but I said to this team, it's hard to predict wins with this team. This team can lose to anybody. Yulia, some of our guys played really well, but overall as a team, we make scoring look hard, but other teams just throw the ball up and score easily. We need to work on the teamwork on both defense and offense. Couldn't agree with you more, Yulia. You're right on right on point with that one. Vern, we keep playing down to competition. Bro, you sing it to the goddamn choir on that one. My patience is running thin right now. Look here, I understand that Billy Donovan should have made more adjustments, but this game should have been us coming out balls to the wall. First off, bro, don't talk about your balls with me. Second, no, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. Um, bro, I like this this is this is a disappointing loss. There's no way 
No way around it. This loss is extremely – I don't care if the if the Bulls do win the next two in a row, shout out to them. But they got to figure out a way to keep up a level of play, bro. I, and I don't it, – it may, they could have been looking ahead. I guess so, though. Like I said, they got a tough stretch. From the next game until January 15th, it's a tough stretch for the Chicago Bulls. And that's going to be the stretch that the Bulls can either climb their way back into the play-in or they're out of the playoffs. I'm telling you right now. Mark my words and what I'm saying to you guys right now. By, by January 15th, we're going to know everything. That's it. That's the last That's the last stand for the Chicago Bulls. From December 28th to the, we play the Golden State Warriors on January 15th, that's it. I don't give a damn what comes afterwards. I don't care how easy the schedule is after the season. If this Bulls team can't fix the bullshit by January 15th, if we're not at least at, I will say this, if the Bulls are one to two games under 500 by January 15th, my optimism is renewed. But if they are still four, five, six games below 500 at that point, it's done. You don't even worry about it. It's done. We can start We can start going ahead and planning what we're going to do with our offseason. I'll start my draft um, coverage because it's, it's, it's not going to be pretty for that. It's not going to be pretty. Carlos says emotional roller coaster. That's listen. That is the life of a Bulls fan. Is an emo- emotional roller coaster, bro. This loss is fifty percent on players for not playing hard and understanding that they are in no position to take teams lightly. Then fifty percent on Billy for not making adjustments properly again. I gotta agree with you. That's and that's why we can never place the blame on just any one aspect, one player, or anything. Zach looked good. What game were you watching, Ali? I mean, he looked good in some stretches, but I ain't going to throw him no bell when you shoot 9 of 19. I mean, when he was attacking the rim, he did look good, and I wish he would go back to that a little bit more. But Zach took some very ill-advised shots in this game. Not as much early in the shot clock, which I will give him credit for, because I was killing him when he was taking shots with 18 seconds left on the shot clock. But there were absolutely times where it was getting late in the shot clock, and Zach had an opportunity to either pass it or try to drive it, and he settled for that step-back three. Zach Levine needs to start realizing that teams are giving him that step back three because they don't trust that he can hit it. And he hasn't hit it at a high clip yet. He did at one point in his career, but it hasn't been falling for him yet. When he puts pressure on defenses by making them guard him and making him making them guard his speed and that quick first step to get to the bucket, that's when he'll start getting to the free throw line. That's when he'll start getting on, on nights where he doesn't have a shot. We'll still start seeing him score 25 points because he'll probably have at that point 11 free throws, which he's a great uh, free throw shooter. He needs to start doing those. The settling for the for the step back three, that's not it for you this season, Zach. And it may and it may become back a weapon in his in his arsenal. But while he's still getting his legs back under him, that's not the shot for you, bro. That's not the shot for you. I'm not a huge fan, uh, a huge Billy fan at all, but the effort to me is on the players. These guys are supposed to be pros. It's their damn job to give effort. But if you watch the game, blah, you know it was more than just effort. Now, the effort did play a play. Well, I'm not throwing them any bell on the lack of effort. There was absolutely a lack of effort out there, but it wasn't just all lack of effort there, brother. It wasn't all that. Jihad, I wouldn't be surprised if tanking isn't much more Mashivi's act than we assume. I firmly believe the Bulls are tanking for a topic. Well, Jihad, Dean, you'd be wrong. Because the Bulls don't own their own first-round pick outright. And if they were tanking for it, the Bulls have already shot themselves in the foot to, to get a top-four pick. The Bulls would basically have – they've already won too many games to try to to try to get, a honestly, a, a clear-cut top-four pick. So, that no, they're not taking for that. And they don't – if it's not in, if it's not in the top-four, it goes to the Orlando Magic. This is not the year to tank. If they are doing that, they're a fuck, bunch of fucking idiots. That's what I'll tell you. 
A bunch of idiots. DeRozan ain't it either. Oh, no, DeRozan definitely ain't it. Like, like he has his faults as well. He played pretty good in this game, and I will say this. I've been killing Amar DeRozan for his lack of defensive ability. I would say DeMar gave effort defensively today. He wasn't always successful in that effort, and sometimes as fans, we need to realize there's a difference between playing tough D and a player hitting a tough shot. Because sometimes you'll see fans say, oh, well, they must have played terrible D because they hit this amount of shots. Listen, DeMar, DeMar rotated out. Uh, DeMar kept his head up. Um, I, I would say DeMar is never going to be the best on-the-ball defender, but off-ball, he didn't get blown up as many times as what he has in some games. And he was the best player offensively tonight, other than Kobe White. But, I, I mean, it's a strict, uh, far difference between scoring 31 points and 14. But it just, man, it's – but, yeah, DeMar isn't DeMar – isn't, abstain from critique as much as some fans would have you believe DeMar DeRozan definitely has played a part in the Bulls sucking this season Kobe played well though I was I was happy to see that that's from watching with Winter completely agree with you Winter um Kobe Kobe the effort that Kobe gives defensively now is just it's so night and day keep in mind Kobe White had the highest plus minus on the team 14 points all of those points coming in this in the second half and he had a plus minus of 17, three rebounds, four assists, two steals. Kobe White was out there, but no turnovers from Kobe White. Five of nine overall from the field, four of eight from three-point range. This is the type of game you want. This matter of fact, if Kobe White can give similar production to this every single night, he like it, that's what you want him to be. That's what you want Kobe White to be. It's not necessarily what we wanted in him when we originally drafted him and thought we were going to get a starter, but after all that hype goes away and he just is who he is as a player. That's the perfect type of stat line for Kobe White. Patrick Williams also in this game. I told you guys when Patrick Williams gets double-digit shot attempts, he's a beast. In this game, 5 for 10 from the field, 12 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks, no turnovers. Solid game from Patrick Williams as well. But he didn't shine in the way that Kobe White shined. The sad part is everyone that comes against the Bulls embarrasses them like how you say blood in the water and everybody tries them if this was the old bulls they would have been fighting right now no no no. come on i think we overlooked that team this, no teams are fighting right now all these nba players don't nobody want to throw no punches ain't nobody fighting the ultimate rage says another dud of a performance bro yeah yeah chris disappointed lost uh look like the bulls didn't want to play today <sighs> ugly man Ugly. The Bull says, hey, Hayes, I'm sorry this really sucks. I'm really disappointed with this team. Why did Billy D get an extension? The lack of effort kills me. The younger teams kill us with athleticism and effort every single time. I don't even want to say every single time, but that definitely was definitely was a, a part in this today, for sure. Big T, Vooch needs a power forward that can attack off the pick all night, drain that man's energy, no backside help. We need some size. Again, I, and I, you know, I the, the issue isn't I don't think the issue is Patrick Williams being the power forward. I think it's how he's used. Patrick Williams has shown, right? I told you guys, I went over the numbers. When he's in position, Patrick Williams is in like the 90th percentile as far as offensive and defensive rebounders. He just isn't in position very often because of how the, how he's used and how he plays. He's growing as a shot blocker and rim protector. I still don't think that adding a power forward really changes much for the team by the way that Billy Donovan uses the power forward. Curtis already talked about this. This loss isn't entirely on one person at all. It just isn't. What? What? Why do y'all say like? Okay, what makes you think they're gonna give give up De'Aaron Fox? What in the world makes you think that they're like? Oh my God! That just this, this blind trade for this 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 what? Stop smoking the dope, bro. 
Stop smoking that dope. Chris says, I wouldn't be surprised if DeMar asked for a trade. Well, fuck him if he does. All right, cool. Move the fuck on. Jalen Green played like Prime Curry. Hey, listen, I can't argue with that at all, bro. Can't argue with that at all. Juan Miller says, I'm genuinely not being negative, but now I'm convinced it's time for a rebuild. Well, it's not going to happen. Rebuild ain't coming. DeMar got to stop crying every time he doesn't get a foul call. Just hit the damn shot. If not, get the damn rebound. <laughs> Debo, I feel you, bro. Follow your shots, right? How many times does Stacey King say that a game? Follow your shots. I skipped work for this game. Never skip work for a game, bro. The only time you should ever skip work for a game is if it's the finals or a playoff game. I'll give you if it's a playoff game. Second round, I damn give you a playoff game. Jay Reed, no, it's not. Did you watch the game? I can. The only way that I can see somebody saying that the only person to blame for this loss is Vooch is if they just looked at the box score or don't comprehend or understand basketball very well. That's that's. I'm sorry, that's an idiotic take. I'm just going to be flat out. That's a stupid-ass take. You could not have possibly watched this game, or if you did watch it, you don't comprehend basketball very, very well if you're blaming this this only person you're blaming this loss on a Vooch. I'm sorry. That's a dumb-ass statement. That's, a, that's all I can say. To- Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boost. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. That's a dumbass thing. Yeah, the only person to blame uh, was Vooch. He totally screwed up the spacing on the floor by staying on the perimeter. He refused to get any rebounds and lacked the effort. No. He still, no. And that's the thing. You did not watch the game. You did not watch the game, if that's your thing. That that was not it. He didn't screw up the spacing on the floor. That was not, like, it's it's wild how many people talk about basketball but don't understand basketball. That's really crazy to me. It, I swear to God, it's okay to just watch something and not talk about it if you don't understand it. I swear to you know what? I don't talk about astrophysics here because I don't fucking understand it. You, you, you feel me? It's easy just not to talk about shit you don't understand. If you look at the box score and you say, oh, Vooch scored 10 points, it must be all on Vooch. Shut the fuck up. Can players ask for a trade? If so, will the Bulls grant that to him? I worry if Caruso, Levine, DeMar, even Javante will want out to be on a contending team. Thoughts? I mean, yeah, any team can ask for a trade. They don't necessarily have to bend their will to it. So we'll see. Now, first of all, Josh, your name is Josh. Shut the fuck up. You don't want motherfucker in my comments almost on somebody weak. How about you come see me, motherfucker? How about that? Matter of fact, you send me an email, I'll send you my address, and we can see who's fucking weak. Don't don't try that shit with me. This ain't internet shit. I'll kill your motherfucking ass if you come test me. How about that? Test me if you want to. Ain't shit, ain't shit phony or fake around this motherfucker. The same motherfucker I am behind this mic is the same motherfucker that will show up when you knock on my door and beat that ass. How about that? Don't ever try me. That's one thing nobody can ever do with me. It's try. I'm not any different off the internet than I am on, bro. Now, with that being said, let's keep it going. Hi, bro. How you doing? I'm going. I'm doing good, Jimmy. How you doing today, bro? We should feed the ball more to Vooch and this. I completely agree with you, bro. Completely agree with you. 
David Healy says, we got 9.7K. Let's go, Hayes. Did we hit it? Let's go and look. I'm sure some people unsubscribed since I went off on their ass. We had 9,708. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> Vader says, King about basketball. We've had enough cheeks clapped with this dog shit game tonight. We definitely got our cheeks clapped today. Definitely got the cheeks clapped today. <laughs> I almost got up and fought a Persian army right now. That's from Giovanni. Y'all hilarious. Uh, Jamoy says, Bulls can possibly go 2-7 and seven in the next nine games. No need to blow the team up. We suck as is and could get in the top four of the draft as constructed. Hey, that's that's an aspect I never thought about it with. But keep in mind, like, even then, the Bulls, are, it's going to be real hard for the Bulls to tank this season. And not necessarily that it makes a lot of sense. Um, but, you know, like I said, by January 15th, we're going to know everything. It's going to be time to sink or swim by then, man. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Literally, Hayes, 0.5 seconds ago, cussing out everybody in the chat. Markel, what's going on, bro? Hey, we rocking with Hayes. Fuck y'all if y'all don't ever understand. Get out y'all feelings and look at the game for what it is. That's it, bro. That's it. Jimmy, I'm pretty good, except the Bulls didn't have a good game. Uh, they gave up too many three-pointers to the Rockets. It should have never happened. Listen, the Rockets got super hot, fam. Super hot. It's really crazy. Uh, Dan Levine dragged to answer that. Do you think this team has discipline issues? Quite. Oh, I didn't even see it. That's one thing that I, that sucks about this is that we don't, I don't get to see the post-game interviews until after the stream. Bro, you should hear these motherfuckers in the post game saying, "Oh, we gotta uh, be consistent." I'm sick of, bro. The the Bulls post games like it's just, hey, listen, man. I, like I said, they really try to gaslight us with saying the right thing, but they it very rarely translates to the actual court. Goon, Auntie's in the building. What? Damn, why didn't it pull up her comment? What happened? There it goes. Auntie's in the building. She says, "Bulls gotta stop playing around so fucking much. Bulls do too much playing." Yeah, it's. They got to stop playing down to, down to competition for sure. Uh, the one contested Jalen Green three with 2.0 seconds left killed the momentum we had. Agree with you, uh, Alana. Hey, still the man with the best Chicago Bulls content out there. I appreciate you, Ali. Even if we don't always agree, right? I appreciate you. Yeah, Goon, were you at the game today? Because we didn't see you at the halftime show. Although Gobert is a better fit on this Bulls team, I believe, than Vooch. He just defend the paint, we, which would lead to less open threes. Ah. Uh, I don't necessarily think he's – it's hard to say somebody's a better fit without seeing it because, again, even when Vooch's shot isn't falling and he's not playing the best defense, his passing really sometimes is the engine that makes the Bulls' offense go since Lonzo Ball's not in the game. Now, Gobert isn't a terrible passer. He's not the passer Vooch is, but he's not a terrible passer. I just – you know, we'll see. I mean, he's he's a much better – like, the, the defense, the difference in defense is night and day in that part. Vooch is 150% misused by Billy. That's on coaching. We expose him and don't play him to his strengths. I 100% agree with you on that. And we don't really have the players otherwise around him that help him with that. Juan Miller said you'd be at 10K if the Bulls... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The, you, like, if the Bulls were... Win if the Bulls had the start of the season that they had last season, we'd be at 10K by now. But that's just kind of what comes with the territory. I've never seen Petty. I thought this was, oh, no, this isn't Petty Roosevelt. No, this isn't Petty Roosevelt. We need to play more together as a team. Sometimes it looks like everyone's playing for the, oh, that's absolutely a big part of what hurts this team. Is And, and that's what Goran Dragic said, too, before the blow-up. This team is not playing, is not playing for each other. They're just not. Billy Donovan's gum, you were being too chewed on, huh, bro? Uh, no, but he says, yo, I missed this game. What happened? The Bulls sucked defensively. On they the, the switches completely killed them. They got caught out of position. They clearly weren't communicating on the defensive end of the ball. Um, offensively, I would say the Bulls weren't terrible off, and they weren't good. Like 
They weren't as good as what they looked like offensively at stretches over the last three wins. But I think the offense would have been enough to win this game if the defense just was better. And it wasn't. Zanny Fresh says, glad I slept through this one, bro. Like, you didn't miss anything. I guarantee you your dream was better than watching this game. So you're good. Uh, I think this team might st- might need to move Vooch for defense. It's not about him, but it's about the fit. Just to think about uh, when the Celtics traded Kimba for Hor- Horford to fix their defense. I mean, but they, they also had very – like, their offense was built around two players that were also two-way players. It's very different. But like I said before, you never know, like – Bringing in some diff- a different player could completely change the outlook, but Billy then we'd have to trust Billy Donovan to still use those players to the best of their ability, which is a big question there. Like, I have a question on no matter what talent Chicago Bulls bring in, how is Billy really going to use those, talent, those talents with his coaching? So, David says, this game was so hard to watch uh, of the lack of effort. Reminded me of Jim Boylan. Oh, that's a that's a that's a tough comparison. Not tough because you're wrong, but tough because of the PTSD that comes along with it. Y'all welcome to start your own YouTube channel if you don't agree or have a different opinion. I did. Shout out to Gary in the building. Gary's Gary's dope. I like Gary. Um, I love Demar, but I would trade him for someone who spaces the floor better and have Vooch play a role like Jokic, where we play through him and he can make passes when the defaults. That's from Jake. Jake, I. Not to say that I necessarily agree with with trading DeMar, but I do think, and I've said this for over a year now, that when you have a player like DeMar DeRozan, who operates strictly in the mid-range, basically, is basically a post player when you look at it, but he plays the three position, it just limits what you have to do on your offense with the other positions. It's a very limited thing. Like, if you had a team full of players that could hit the three, that could space the floor, that pass well. Like, honestly, DeMar DeRozan with a three-point shot, a consistent three-point shot, this offense would be completely opened up. But because of how the nature of how DeMar gets his shots, it just, it, it the offense has to be a specific way. It just has to be. Mike S. says, we need Petty Roosevelt to come out and Billy Donovan in these players. Listen, bro. They Listen, you either got it or you don't, bro. You either got it or you don't. Little Squad says there was no five Javante Greens out there. Hell, we couldn't get one Javante Green out there. That's one of the issues. Vooch is actually the one of the big three I would keep. He's willing to move the ball and doesn't get stuck in ISO as much. Vooch is one of those players that usually can fit on any makeup of a team, right? That's why the Bulls went out and got him. Uh, He's a good passer. He's a good scorer in the post. But to me... When you look at Vooch and when you look at his skill set, we got to ask the question, not only what he doesn't do as a player, which he isn't the best defensively, and, you know, that that's correct, but is Billy Donovan easy, even using the skills that Vooch has to their best ability? Maybe you guys think they are. Maybe you guys have a different opinion and think it's more so uh, Vooch's issue, and, and maybe you're right on that. But the way what I see when I look at this team is I see a coach that does not use players to their be- best of their ability. Look at Vooch. Vooch is a player that operates best, not just because he was on a bad team, but because he was the focal point. Not meaning that he had to score every possession, but his his basketball IQ was able to be displayed. Look at Patrick Williams, a player that has shown, hey, I'm better with the ball in my hand. I'm better when I operate as a power, as a as a point forward. I can distribute. I can put the ball on the floor. I'm probably the best three-point shooter on the team right now. And he's forced to stay in the corner most of the times by the nature of the offense. When you look at Ayo Sumu, he's a guard, a combo guard that can play point guard, but that's better in up-tempo, pushing the ball, pushing the pace, things like that. He doesn't get a lot of opportunity to do that either. So Billy Donovan isn't a horrible coach. I just think Billy Donovan is a very specific coach that if you give him a roster suited to his sensibilities, he can take that roster far. 
But he's trying to force this Bulls team, in my opinion, to play a style that isn't necessarily indicative of the skill that the players on this team have. And we're starting to see that definitely hurt the team for sure. Jamoy says, got to requote you, Hayes. By January 15th, we will know all we need to know by then, possibly sooner. Completely agree with you because if on that stretch they get out and go 0 for 5 on that stretch, we ain't got to wait to January 15th anymore. We have no idea. Don't need to worry about it anymore. Los Cruz says, done with this team. Never thought I would be, but I'm good watching these pussies. No heart. Bro, I, I was there with you, bro. I was there with you a couple of games. I do think they showed some heart, more heart recently, but I can't knock you for feeling the way that you do, bro. I cannot knock you for feeling the way that you do. Um, dribble, dribble, go to your spot, pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, shoot or, or bell pass with four seconds remaining, ain't it? Bro, you already know. I've said that before. The one thing you can count on DeMar DeRozan to do is to dribble 15 times and pump 65, 65 times on every possession. You can bet on that. Rain says, the more you look at how the offense is ran, the more you realize Vucevic is not actually the problem. Agree with you, Rain. Completely agree with you. Oh, good question here. Would you rather have Harrison Barnes and go for a playoff run or Moses Moody for the future? I think when you if you add a player like Harrison, who's not a perfect player, he's a veteran, though. He can fit in almost any system. I think he's not he wouldn't be as a reluctant shooter as some of the players on this team. And I think he would be a more vocal part of the team, being somebody who's won a title before, even though that title run, if I'm not if I'm not incorrect, he had a good run up to the finals. But in the finals, he wasn't that good. But with that being said, I wouldn't mind Harrison Barnes on the team. It just if he comes through a buyout, I don't know necessarily trading for his contract would be the best considering he doesn't bring everything the Bulls need. But I uh, I would I wouldn't knock Harrison Barnes on this team at all. Easy Jump says if the Bulls trade to Rosen, what do you think they can get for him? It really depends. I, the way that I look at it is this, and I could be wrong. You guys, let me know your opinion. That most teams that would be interested in trading for Demar Derozan to me would probably be playoff teams. So that means that. The Bulls are, if they get a first-round pick back, at most is going to be in the 20s. Then on top of that, even if that team has a younger player that can they can bring over, it's probably not that good of a younger player because if it was, they wouldn't be trading for a 33-year-old DeMar DeRozan. So looking at that, it's like, not to say that it's a knock on what we can get back for DeMar. I just don't think we're going to get a super big haul back for DeMar DeRozan if we were to trade him, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a trade that you still make. You get a first-round pick back. You get a young player, a young talent that maybe you feel you can develop, or maybe even you do get another vet back who just maybe fits on this team better. Maybe not the, as good of a player as DeMar, but maybe just has a better fit because of skill of, of the skill set. I, I, I just don't know, bro. I really don't know, man. Hayes, what do you think about uh, Drogic starting at the point? I, I personally feel like they don't start Drogic because they want to keep his minutes kind of minimalized. And they know what he brings uh, coming off the bench. That's just kind of what I think. I could be wrong on that. I wouldn't mind at this point. I wouldn't mind necessarily, as long as Alice Caruso's out, I wouldn't mind taking a look at Drogic maybe for a game. I just think that, you know, that they're trying to kind of keep Drogic's minutes controlled. Look in this game. This is a game in which we were missing Alice Caruso, and Dalen Terry only played seven minutes. We only went four deep on the bench, and Drogic still only played 17 minutes. I just think because of Drogic's age that they just don't want to play him a lot of minutes. So even if he was inserted into the starting lineup, he'd kind of be default Keith Bogans, not in skill set, but in they play him for a stretch, then he's on the bench, then they bring him back in, he starts, he plays for a stretch, and then he's on the bench. I don't really think he'd get very many more minutes in that. How do you feel about Dalen Terry's game tonight? That's from I, oh, I, DJ, DJ Toro? DJ Toro? I don't know, bro. Uh, how do you feel about Dalen Terry's game tonight? 
uh, it's hard to really judge a player's game in, in seven minutes. Like, it's really hard. He didn't do much. I do think that he didn't look as out of place as what he looked like earlier in the season. Um, but that's really all I can say to that. Like, I, I, he's not – to me, I don't see anything with Dalen Terry that tells me not to let him play a little bit more. That's my that's my opinion. Bryant Washington says, everyone's saying trade tomorrow, but he's not the problem. The problem is management won't go out and get two or three more pieces that this team needs. Don't have to break up the team. Just It's not that easy, Bryant. Like, you don't just go out and get pieces. You have to trade players, meaning you still have to send out other players. You don't have unlimited roster spots to where you can just sign two or three players. So it's easy to say, oh, management, just go get two more or three players we need. It's not that simple. If it was that simple, every team in the NBA would just go get two or three more players that they needed to fit on their roster. It's not that easy, bro. And for the people that are saying trade DeMar, I think they're just looking at the fact of, like, how many more opportunities other players will get to grow if DeMar wasn't here. Because keep in mind, DeMar DeRozan's 33 years old. He's not the future of your team. And the players that are the future of this team aren't necessarily getting the opportunities to grow their skill set, not, not just because of DeMar. That's not only a DeMar thing, right? I'm not just blaming that on DeMar, but I just think that players, that fans are looking at that in that light, brother. That's add some color to it for you. Sydney Wallace says, Hayes, with how long, how this season is going, do you think Acme will consider letting Billy go? Do you think the Bulls are sucking on purpose to get Billy? Well, no, because if they're sucking on purpose to get Billy fired, well, you're talking about the players. If you're talking about the players there, but once a, once a coach gets an extension for several more years, them getting cut is highly, highly unlikely, no matter what happens. Jimmy One, I, I got to disagree, bro. Um, and that's I don't know how long you've been a friend of this franchise, but you have to keep, for most teams, like for the Lakers, they wouldn't care. The Lakers could sign a coach to an extension, and they cut the money they don't care. We're talking about the Chicago Bulls here. Jerry Reinsdorf, keep in mind, and I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to give you guys the perfect example of this, right? Remember when AK and Eversley came on? The owner, Jerry Reinsdorf, tried to convince AK and Eversley to keep Jim Boylan on. This is the same Jim Boylan who killed the confidence of Lori Markkinen, who clearly lost the team, who hadn't won anything considerably. None of that. And Jerry Reinsdorf wanted AK and Eversley to consider keeping on Jim Boylan. Now, they went ahead and fired him because they wanted to completely reset with their own people. But that's that's the ownership that we give that we have. And keep in mind here, Billy Donovan, after getting his extension, said that he talks to Jerry Reinsdorf on the phone every single day. Now, when you factor in as well how cheap this team is, you talk you, when you cut a coach, you still have to pay their contract for the amount of years they had left. If you have been a fan of this, a fan of this franchise for as long as I have been. 30 years of being a Bulls fan, you know there's no way in hell Jerry Reinsdorf is going to pay a coach for you. And it could be longer. They said several. He had one year left. I look at several. I say it's at least three. There's no way in hell Jerry Reinsdorf is going to pay a head coach for four years to not be here and then pay another head coach that takes over his position. It's not going to happen, bro. Yes, there's a possibility of it. But let's talk about it in the framework of this franchise. This franchise ain't going to do that, bro. It's not going to happen. Disagree, unfortunately. Billy locked up, and that's what it is for the foreseeable future. Jerry, Jerry is a very reluctant to spend money. He just echoed exactly what I said, fam. I completely agree with you. Big T, Hayes, if we trade, it has to be Green or Jones package with Tony. Both have similar games. Don't need both to diversify the roster with Sharp and... Mm, I don't know, bro. 
Javante is a possibility. And the reason why I do say that Javante is a possibility to be traded is because look at what the Bulls have to do this offseason. Resign Io, make a decision on Kobe. Javante's 29. It's his first time in unrestricted free agency. He's gonna he's gonna get as much money as possible. You may look at it may be, and you may say, hey, let's go ahead and but the only issue is, is that even in trading Javante Green, his contract's less than two million dollars. You're not gonna get you have to add something back to it. So I don't I don't know, bro. I really don't know. Dre Baker says P will miss Vooch wide open in the paint. He looked at him in the eyes and passed. No, he actually did not look at him. They showed it on the replay. Patrick Williams was focused on DeMar coming. He didn't he didn't see Vooch at all. And hopefully Vooch, Vooch talks to him and they go over that tape because he definitely needs to watch that. He definitely needs to watch it. Oh my God. Y'all, and then you, and then you got the nerve to say, don't sleep. No, bro, you're not woke. You're you're daydreaming right now. You think you woke, but you really still sleep. Cause no, they're not they're, they're like they're not doing that, bro. They're, they're, they they oh come on man, come on fam, come on man. Bill and Levine, come on man, what are you talking about, bro? This ain't two K, bro. In my opinion, with Mike Jones says, yeah, Ryan's ain't paying that. LOL, he cheat with the Bulls and the bro. Don't even get me started on the White Sox. Like literally, when I heard Jerry Reinsdorf's quote of like, oh well, we could do the share because it's not like we're winning ba- uh, baseball games, bro. That was one of the most frustrating things i had ever seen bro it's crazy <laughs> jacob ain't nobody building around tony slap yourself and then come back that is hilarious all right y'all that's it uh wait wait let me get into this one what's this hello hayes from me from me this was a d- disappointing uh, oh for, uh, h- h- hello for me i overcomplicated it what's going on austin this was a disappointing l from the bulls i'm looking for a bounce back against the bucks next game <sighs> let's hope so let's hope so let's hope so but all right, that is it. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in, even though I had to go off on a couple of fools. Uh, thank you so much. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so is 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. We'll also be going live over on Locked on Bulls here next, so go over there if you want to continue the conversation. But like I liked in everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red, y'all, and peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.